We dedicate this entire podcast episode to preview our summer programs. Customer experience communication team members help you navigate the universe of events we're offering. Amy Field, Ben Oglesby, and Christopher Leach join host Dave Carson, that's me, explore all things fun. From summer reading to an astronaut visit to movies under the stars to book sales to a not-to-be-missed party, it's a total blast. Hey, it's the Did You Hear podcast, the official podcast of the Johnson County Library, where we tell you what's happening and what we recommend. Today, we have our summer preview, and to have folks tell us about the best of the best events that we have this summer, we have an all-star crew, and I'm going to have them introduce themselves. To my right is... Ben Oglesby, Marketing Specialist. Hi, I'm Amy Field. I'm a web content developer, and I do social media for the library. I'm Christopher Leach, and I'm the Community Relations Coordinator, and I also do media relations. Excellent. So I think a good place to begin would be, so what's our summer theme? Our summer theme, summer reading theme, is a universe of stories. And that was picked in part because it is the 60th anniversary, 60th uh, birthday of NASA, And also the Apollo moon landing was 50 years ago. So we have all sorts of events that uh, help kids and families explore space and the excitement of space exploration. And um, when I was entering events into the online calendar, I was just entering cool event after cool event. The best of the best this summer is is everything. Well, let's blast off into those then. (laughs) Um, what, What really caught your eye? What is our number one event, if you had to pick one? Sure. So right after the end of summer reading, uh, when kids can turn in their logs, um, we have an event on August 1st with an astronaut. So astronaut Mike Massimino is coming to Central Library August 1st, 6.30 p.m. And he is the first person who ever sent a tweet from space. What? So as our social media person, you can imagine that that's pretty fun for me. Um, He is also a recurring character on The Big Bang Theory. So if you've seen that show, yep, you might recognize him. Um, And he's an author. Uh, I just checked out his book. It's called Spaceman. And I'm excited to start reading it before his visit here. That is amazing. We have so many amazing people that have visited the library over the years, but have we ever had an astronaut? I don't know. Not that I remember. What What else uh, is on your list there that's space-related? Well, um, oh, I'll just mention, so at the beginning of summer reading, uh, May 20th, kids can come in and they can get a free book right off the bat. So um, to get kids into the library and to start them, you know, looking forward to all of our space events, you can come in and grab a free book. Yeah, and the idea is you can build your own library, right, as a kid? Exactly. So to help counteract um, the summer slump, uh, which is when kids might, you know, uh, uh, not read and not do much schoolwork or not... uh, expand their knowledge over the summer. We have our summer reading program that encourages kids to read and get out of, um, you know, their their usual, uh, their usual rut uh, over the summer and come in and do something new and fun and exciting that they might not experience otherwise. Yeah, and it's so important to, you know, shift from the academic mode to remember that reading can be just a joy and just pure fun. And that's what uh, our summer reading program is all about. Exactly. So tell us, what other space-related activities do we have this summer? 
Well, we've got some great movie and music in the park events, which include Flight of the Navigator, Space Jam, Apollo 13, Wally, and Bedtime Stories. Okay, uh, of all those movies, which one's your favorite? Flight of the Navigator, for sure. Yeah. Classic. Yes. That's a cool one. That is a great movie. Can, can you give those titles one more time? Absolutely. Flight of the Navigator, Space Jam, Apollo 13, Wally, and Bedtime Stories. Wow. And those are in partnership with the City of Gardner Parks and Recreation and the City of Lenexa Parks and Recreation. I'm so excited to watch Flight of the Navigator in the park this summer. I haven't watched that since I was a kid, maybe 1985 or so. Uh, so it's going to be a, a blast from the past. Absolutely. So you just go to the park and watch a movie? Is there anything else presented in relationship with these that films? That sounds like a What sub. an excellent question. Yes, there are, there's live music at many of these showings. And bring a blanket and uh, enjoy a nice evening of fun, music, and movies will start at dusk. Yeah, you can bring a blanket, bring a picnic, um, bring comfy chairs. If you bring your dog, I'll probably try to get you onto our library social media accounts. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I've, I've been to a movie in the park, and it's a, it's a fun time, you know? You get some, some good local live music, and then a, a movie, and a, you know, it's a nice way to spend an evening outdoors under the stars watching a movie. Absolutely, a great time. So. Uh, what was that last movie again? I don't think I'm. A, I don't think I know that one. So bedtime stories. Yeah. It is Adam. It's an Adam Sandler movie. What? Yes, I have not heard of it either. Huh. That, you know, I'm gonna have to go research that one. I'm sure. Have, have any of you heard? That? I have not no, heard of that this one? film. No? Okay. Um, interesting. It is a Disney film. Huh. Okay. And so, what are the dates on those? So the dates are the Flight of the Navigator is May 24th. And that will be at Electric Park. June 14th is Space Jam at that, uh, the Commons at Lenexa Civic Campus. July 19th is Apollo 13. That's at Buffalo Meadows Park. August 16th is Wally at Cornerstone Park. And Bedtime Stories on September 20th is at the Commons, Lenexa Civic Campus, and Cornerstone Park. And wow. if you need a reminder about any of that, jocolibrary.org slash movie is a great link for you to check. It's got links to all of those different events. Sure. And the thing that stands out to me right away is that uh, it seems like we're having these a lot of different locations this year. So that's pretty exciting. A lot of different parks. Uh, so you can familiarize yourself with a, a new park, maybe. Uh, what time of night do these begin? So the movies will start at dusk. Uh, if you come earlier, you'll have music and fun, uh, but they are typically around 5.30 <clears throat> is when things start. And then depending on when dusk is, <laughs> that's when the movie will start. What dusk is, for that <laughs> That sounds great. Okay. Well, let's move along. Mr. Uh, Leach, what do you have for us? Well, Dave Carson... What's interesting about the library is, as we just heard from Ben, we have a lot of partnerships in the community and we don't do things alone. We have two wonderful support organizations which raise money and advocate for public interest in the library, working on our behalf, the Johnson County Library Foundation and the Friends of Johnson County Library. Both of them have really interesting and exciting events scheduled this summer and I'd love to tell you about them. Well, I, I, I'm all ears. 
You may have heard before of the library's Stay Home and Read a Book Ball. It normally happens in the spring. This year, it's happening in the summer. Right after a very special event on June the 2nd, we are hosting the Stay Home and Read a Book Ball on June the 8th. Stay Home and Read a Book Ball is exactly what it says. It's the non-event event that raises funds for Johnson County Library. You can stay home in your PJs. You can wear your gardening clothes. You can not iron your shirt. Hmm. You can prepare yourself a cup of hot chocolate or mix something a little more grown up if you like and read a book. All we ask is that you join us uh, on one of our social media platforms, post a picture of yourself enjoying yourself, relaxing at home and reading a book with your pet, your kids, your mom, whoever it is, even just you yourself uh, who's at, at home reading a book. And you also have the opportunity to make a donation, large or small, to the Johnson County Library Foundation that will support really great and important programs like 6 by 6 Ready to Read, uh, the Incarcerated Youth programs, and many, many other programs that we wouldn't be able to present without the support of our foundation. That sounds like a really fun way to, to raise some money and to read a book and not not get out in the heat. The stay home and read a book ball is always so fun, especially for me since I do a lot of social media for the library. I get to watch um, people use that hashtag and post on our uh, accounts all day long. Uh, last year, I remember the most surprising thing was we asked people to post pictures of their furry reading companions. And of course, we expected that. lots of cuddly cats and dogs, but we actually had more than one uh, rabbit. <laughs> Really? <laughs> that, that people were cuddled up reading with. So, it's <laughs> always a surprising event. <laughs> and, and if you feel indulgent about uh, selfies and social media, because it can uh, absorb a lot of your time, this is a great way to have some fun with social media, but also support a really important organization in your community. Yeah. Johnson County Library. Mm -hmm. And if and you it, don't like to take a photo of yourself, go ahead and dress up like your favorite author. <laughs> and then take <laughs> go, a photo go of Go incognito. <laughs> Why not? There you Why go. Not? It's a That's disguise. A good way to get author around. Yeah, selfies. just take a picture of uh, take a picture of your surroundings, the book you're reading, um, your family or whoever's around you reading, um, your pets, anything like that. It doesn't have to be a selfie. Excellent. What else do you have for us, Mr. Leach? Well, later in June, the Friends of Johnson County Library are hosting the annual Sizzlin' Summer Book Sale. The Friends have been hosting this sale for 31 years, and they sell used books, which are donated by the community, and some of them come from our own Johnson County Library. They raise money that they then give to the library to help support important programs, like... Six by Six Ready sure. to Read, and uh, other programs that we couldn't produce otherwise. The Friends are a really important organization. They actually helped found the library in 1952. And since that time, they have been advocating with elected officials, raising money, and hosting social and civic and public events to help people understand the value of libraries in their community. And the Sizzlin' Summer Book Sale is a great used book sale. If you love used books, uh, media, we have some better collectible books, puzzles, AV, kids' books. Uh, it's super. But it's also a point of contact in the community with people who want to do more with and for their library. So you can come to the summer sale, learn how to become a Friends member, learn how to volunteer with the library, uh, get some great used books for between $0.50 cents and $2, and... 
feel like you're part of the library community. It's really exciting. That sale is happening the last week of June, June 26th through the 29th, and this year. Are you ready? If we had a drum roll, it would be rolling right now. That was it. It was more of a tom-tom roll, <laughs> and that's super duper. Uh, we're at the Lackman Library. You may know already that the Lackman branch is closing, and we're moving services to our new branch at Lenexa City Center. The Friends will be hosting their sale at Lackman. It's great. Shelves and tables and restrooms, all the things the Friends need to present a sale. Lots of great parking, and people already know where it is Yeah, over at 87th and Lackman. Yeah, that is really exciting. So a couple thoughts. Um, so the first is, this is a really big sale, right? This is our biggest sale of the year. And That's true. More than 60,000 volumes will be delivered to uh, the Lackman Library for people to paw through and potentially <laughs> take home with them. And the friends will make uh, between sixty and $70,000 at this Wow. Cool. And so thought number two, it's not just books. There's a lot of different items that you can purchase at, these, at the sale. Yeah. One of my favorite things about volunteering at the summer sale was I got to wander around this area of special, uh, they, they had some special items, both in terms of what type of item they were and also some things that were like retro. They had right. some puzzles, they had some old like leather bound fancy books. It was sheet very music. cool. Yeah, sheet That's music. Yeah, it's pretty, Puzzle, uh, yeah, pretty it, amazing. It, yeah, it was like it was like getting into a little antique store and looking at all kinds of cool old treasures. For sure. And we don't have a limit either. You can buy as many things as you want. No purchase is too large. We do have some institutional partners who come and stock their school and convent libraries with uh, purchases from the Friends Book Sale. And we also have... Uh, community partners who are little kids who come and give their 50 cents for their first book that they've ever bought on their own. It's a great way to introduce kids to the value of books and reading. And we encourage you to come and visit us at the Lackman Library at the end of June. So uh, just to go back to what types of things that you would find there, let's go through the little journey of the book. So one yes. type, uh, one one supply of materials, like Christopher said, is that we do what's called weeding. So sometimes you have multiple copies of a book and, you know, you see that it's not being checked out as often as, as you know, it used to be. And so you really don't need 16 copies. You only need two copies or whatever. And so some of those then end up at our book sale. That's pretty cool. And they're, they're often books that were bestsellers because those are the books that we purchased, you know, let's say 60 copies of something to fill patron need when a book first gets released and is at the top of the bestseller list. And then, of course, we don't need 60 copies, you know, a year or two later. We only need five or ten or whatever. Right. So those books are often like the really popular ones that you would want to purchase. Right. And then there's the opposite, too, where something has just sat on the shelf and nobody has ever checked it out. But it might be the book that you've always been looking for, and you can have it on your very own shelf. We have books in every genre, style, and uh, type of literature, mysteries, romances. Uh, cookbooks are very popular at the book sale. Gardening books tend to do well during the summer. The kids' book selection is always a destination for parents who are coming to the sale because when a kid gets a book, they love that book, and they often sure. love it beyond recognition as a yeah. book. Uh, <laughs> right. So not a lot of them survive here at the library. 
and we're uh, always eager and happy to make them available. One of the best sellers at the sale is sure. encyclopedias. Oh, because I our would not home, have guessed that. We sell so many encyclopedias through the Friends because a lot of our homeschool partners don't like their kids spending so much time on the screen, but oh. they want to make a world of information available to kids at their fingertips, and encyclopedias were always a great way to do that in my household when well, I was growing up. Yeah, it's, so. a, it's a generational thing that, uh, you know, that there was a time before the internet <laughs> where, uh, you know, you, you waited for the traveling salesperson to show up at your, your door saying, I've got a wonderful, or I don't, I don't know what the voice of this <laughs> person is, <laughs> I've got this wonderful collection of encyclopedias I like to sell Sticky you. Mouth. <laughs> or yes. you could get them at the grocery store um, when you were shopping for milk or cereal or whatever else you got at the yeah, grocery store. no internet. So, so we, se we sell a lot of encyclopedias at the sale, and oh, we have a lot of people there to help you count your books if you're getting lots and lots and lots of books. To help you get out to your car will, if you do decide to stock up. <laughs> they have dollies, and they'll run your uh, boxes right out to your car uh, to help you buy as many books as you want to have because, really, you can't ever have too many books. Another great thing to look for at that sale is audiobooks. Audiobooks can be so expensive if you're buying them um, brand new, and mm. so shopping for them at the sale is, is a really good deal. And we also have a small selection of books in foreign languages, mostly that have been donated to the Friends. Everything from Polish, Russian, uh, mm. Eastern European languages to Hindi, Urdu, and of course, some Spanish. Wow. And those move quickly uh, sure. because they're in high demand. We have a lot of different languages spoken in our community, and these books are eagerly snatched up. So uh, getting back to the second uh, way that we supply the sale, that, that's the, the donation. So if you look for those donation boxes, we have them at every branch. Is that correct? That's not correct, Not Dave. correct. Well, we, why don't you tell us where, and then we I'll, have, I'll be correct for, from here forward. Thank you. <laughs> we have the ability to accept donations at many of our branches, uh -huh. not all, because our community is so generous, sometimes we can't keep up with the pace of uh -huh. donations. We have a book donation bin at most of our libraries, including here at Central Resource Library. At Blue Valley Library, because the community there is so generous, we have a book donation barn in the <laughs> lobby of the library. And those books are picked up from two giant black tubs, which probably hold 10 bushels of books each twice a week wow. so that they can be taken over to the Friends Sorting Center there is a little bit of a backlog in sorting. The friends have to store books sometimes before they can get to them and sort them and prepare them for sale in the three bookstores and at the sales uh, in the community, including the summer sale. But we're so, so grateful uh, to our community yeah. for thinking of the library when they're downsizing or just making room in their home libraries for new purchases of books. And that's why we have them priced to sell. And once again, those prices for, for our items at the sale? You'll find most books for sale between 50 cents and $2 other items priced as marked. Well, put that event on your calendar. It helps the library and helps you. And and I, that's probably true of every event that we have. It, You're darn tootin'. It, it helps you, <laughs> helps the library. So, um, that is some pretty exciting stuff. Anything else you want to mention from the summer, Mr. Christopher Leach? 
I think I want to toss this back over to Ben Oglesby to tell us about a couple of more really exciting opportunities awaiting library visitors this summer. Yes, I'll be <laughs> happy to tell you all about our newest library location. Lenexa City Center Library will be opening on Sunday, June 2nd. What? We're very exciting, very excited about this new location. Uh, it will have public meeting rooms, public computers, and a robust children's programming area. It will be nearly 40,000 square feet on two floors. Ben, I heard there's a miniature house on the second floor of the library. <laughs> there is, is that you true? Heard the correctly. That is so exciting. There. Yes, and a, and a very uh, child sized door. Yeah. Which is wonderful. It looks like a Hobbit door. I, I definitely geeked out when I went over for a tour and started to see the cool furniture <laughs> and the cool lighting. And then I saw that Hobbit door for the kids. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and I thought, it's the best ever. Did you crawl through it, Amy? Um, there were a bunch of construction guys sort of working right around there. So I didn't know what might happen if I crawled through it. <laughs> a hammer would fall on my head or something. So I didn't. But I will not be able to resist on June 2nd. I'll be up there just back and forth. Yes, and again, that is open on Sunday, June 2nd, and that is an important day because this will be one of the locations where we will have Sunday hours. Ah. And that'll be our sixth library that's open on Sundays. Yes. Very oh, exciting. Very what time is that again? 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock. And it'll be open on Sundays from 1 to 5 p.m. Okay. Yep. Excellent. Uh, all of us have been to this uh, library at, at different times. Um, so what's, what's the one feature about this new library that uh, – has you well? You already mentioned the Hobbit door, but it's is the there Hobbit something? Door. <laughs> anything else that has you really excited? Um, I just like the that entire area, Lenexa City Center, having tons of events. Um, there's an outdoor space that the library and uh, others will make use of there to show movies in the park and have City Center Live, which is our musical event. Right. Um, that outdoor terrace space is just very very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I will say something that is very interesting will be the drive-through. So this location Ah. will have a drive-through, and you can place your holds at the drive-through, and you can stay in your car, pick up your holds, and be on your way, which is very convenient for a lot of uh, individuals in that area. They've asked for that when we've uh, received feedback from the community. They wanted that, and so we we were very happy to provide that. Um, I'll mention that there's going to be a hold area, and so – that's for individuals that can't make it during library hours. Um, I'm not exactly sure what the hours are of the hold area, but you can find that on the website. I uh, do know the oh, hours. Oh, you do? What are the hours? With your special holds access pass, which you'll need to apply for uh-huh. uh, at the library, you can't do that online, you'll be able to start picking up your holds at 5 a.m. Wow. And that's four hours before the library opens in the morning. And You'll be able to stop in for two hours after the library closes between 8 and 10 p.m. to pick up your holds. And that's that's so great for people with kind of, an un, un, you know, if you have an unusual schedule and you just can't make it in to pick up your hold during regular library hours, it, yeah. Yeah, and what's really great is that for that, uh, the holds lobby is that there's a rec center right there. So if you're on your way to work out, you can pick up your books or pick them up on your way out. And that usually is happening in the morning before the library is open. Right. It gives a lot of people convenience. I was just thinking Christopher always gets up very early to do a workout. <laughs> he puts us all to shame. <laughs> and uh, if you're waking up early and realizing that you don't have a new audiobook to listen to, uh, then you can swing by the library to grab that on your way to your 6 a.m. workout. I think the other really striking thing about this branch uh, is its elegant quality. 
all of our branches have a unique style based on the neighborhood or uh, details of their location. This is our first library in an urban development, like the Lenexa City Center. Most of our libraries are freestanding, and you go to them like a school or church. And this library is part of a larger urban civic campus. And uh, we haven't had that kind of experience with one of our libraries before. We're right across the plaza from the Lenexa City Market where you can get a great coffee or grab a snack. We're next to the Lenexa Community Center. We're just a stone's throw from the Aquatic Center, which is going up on 87th Street. There's all kinds of new housing, apartments and condominiums in the vicinity. It's really a very exciting kind of location for Johnson County Library. The library itself is so urbane and so gorgeously designed, and there are many, many beautiful design details and works of art there that I think will delight visitors the first time they come and will continue to delight them as long as they use the library. It's so exciting. We're, we're really excited that just uh, a, a year ago we opened up the Monticello Library, and now here we are opening up Lenexa City Center. And then we're going to take a little bit of a rest for a couple of years <laughs> <laughs> so you can get used Much to your needed. new libraries. Right. Yeah, there's not only is there uh, that opening for Lenexa City Center Library, but uh, Monticello is going to have an event on its one-year anniversary, August 4th, so you can come celebrate with us there. And Cedar Row turns 50 this year. 50. And we're going to have 50. We're going to have uh, an event there as well. <laughs> 50? <laughs> 50. Uh Cedar Road turns 50 this year, so we're going to have an event there as well with activities for kids and uh, snacks and lots of love for that community. Very exciting. All these events going on at libraries in your community, and we're here for you all summer. Yeah. Uh, Do we have anything else we want to mention? Yeah, I'll mention one more thing. Um, Right at the beginning of summer reading, we have an event at Monticello called Family Dance Party on the Terrace. (laughs) So when I was entering events, this one definitely (laughs) caught my eye. Monticello, uh, as you might know, has a a lovely outdoor space up on the second floor. And this Family Dance Party is on May 29th. And it's going to involve dance tunes. And you can actually stop by Monticello Library to add your favorite song to the dance party playlist ahead of time. And they're going to have glow sticks and chalk and um, creativity-focused movement. So join us for our first, I believe, our first ever dance party at the library. That is very exciting. And uh, do you have anything else you want to add, Ben? Yes, uh, we have a few events coming up that we wanted to talk about. The Casey Fringe Festival. We have a couple sneak peek events. So July 2nd and July 8th, or I'm sorry, July 9th, uh, we have a sneak peek. And it's the 15th annual KC uh, Fringe Festival. And it's a really big celebration here in Kansas City. And we want to invite you to come out and join us for that. We also have library picks. So August 22nd through the 24th, the library will be making selections of their favorite and we will have them um, here in August at the Central Resource Library. Those sneak peek events are really great. So if if you live in Kansas City or the area, you probably know about that big theatrical and arts festival. And um, before it begins, as Ben was saying in July, you can come and get a sample of, uh, you know, a few of the different fringe shows at those events. Kind of help you plan your your fringe calendar. 
And it just shows how the library is a headquarters for art and cultural events here in the county. There's a critical mass of cultural activity uh, developing and growing in Johnson County, and the library is at the forefront of that. And we're really grateful and honored uh, to be able to host the Fringe Festival, which is one of the most important cultural activities in our community. Here, here. Hmm. Agreed. Uh, okay. Uh, Christopher, do you have anything else you'd like to add? I don't think there's much more to add. I'll only encourage anyone listening to this podcast to get thee to a library. And you can do that physically at any of our 14 conveniently located branches or online at the e-library. We're here to serve you, and we want you to take advantage of all we have to offer summer 2019. And I'll drop one more URL on you, jocolibrary.org slash summer reading is where you're going to find a lot of the space-related events we're talking about, as well as a reminder that May 20th is that date you can come in with your kiddos and get free books. And all of our events can be found at jocolibrary.org slash events. For more episodes of Did You Hear, go to the Johnson County Library website, jocolibrary.org slash did you hear.